Welcome to the podcast. Today, we get into some COVID stuff that's going on. I have a doctor on who says, you know, maybe kids shouldn't be forced to wear masks. Uh, yeah, he's the actual doctor from Johns Hopkins uh, who has been writing about that. And also, you know, what's the truth about vaccines and, and natural immunity? What should we know about those things? He gets into that today on the program. We have an update on Andrew Cuomo and how awful he is. I believe it's andrewcuomoisawful.com. We'll have to look into that. I'm not sure exactly what the website is, but uh, make sure you hear, you stick around for that. And what do we do in this situation as a country? We look at this stuff every day. We feel more and more boxed in. How do we react to this? What are, what are our actions that can turn this around? Is there a way to turn it around? That's all on today's program. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go. You can watch the show every single day if you happen to be someone who wants to look at our faces for some unknown reason. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You'll save 10% off. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast uh, and subscribe as well. It's free. You might as well do it. As well as Stu Does America. New podcast every weekday as well. Rate and review. Five stars is the appropriate number of stars. And, you know, some quick review. It's great. Whatever. That's fine. Here's the podcast. The best of the Glenn Beck program. We have uh, Dr. Marty McCary. Um, he's the author of The Price We Pay. Um, and he's a professor at Johns Hopkins, Hopkins School of Medicine. He has been on with us uh, before. I want to talk to him about um, vaccinations because he has just come out and he's one of the first guys or loudest guy that I have heard talk about people who have already had coronavirus. Uh, and that's me and my entire family. And I had a bad case of it and I'm not getting a vaccine because since when does the human body not protect people, you know, that have already had something, you have your own, uh, immune system to do that. Uh, I want to make it really clear. He's not an anti-vaxxer. He's not somebody who's against the vaccine he just thinks that we should talk about some nuances here and some other things about the vaccine uh the doctor is here with us now hello doctor how are you good to be with you glenn thank you uh thank you so much so help me out on no one is talking about anybody who has already had uh covid i already had it i had a bad bout of it um is my body doing what it always does when I get a virus? Yeah, it turns out God designed our bodies properly. And when the immune system kicks in, it works. It's effective. And I used to think that natural immunity was as good as vaccinated immunity. But new data is suggesting it's better. Now, I would never suggest anyone run out there and get the infection just to get natural immunity. Because if you're at risk, the dealing with the infection can be a little scary. But for those who have it, let's recognize it. There's almost no discussion about it except for one sham misrepresented study that the CDC put out last Friday that um, tried to f support their argument. But, you know, what's happening is this sort of political entrenchment where it's, they take a position early that every American with two feet needs to get vaccinated and they won't look at the data on natural immunity or other special situations and it's like they've made up their mind before they see the data. 
you say that some 80 to 85 percent of American adults are immune to the virus. That's right. So 71, almost 72 percent now of adults have been vaccinated. And of the unvaccinated, the prevalence of natural immunity in that group is probably about half of them. So that puts us at around 85 to 87 percent of adults now have immunity. That's pretty good. Something we should feel good about right now. The, the virus is circulating really quickly now in its Delta contagious form among that remaining 10 to 15 percent of adults who have no immunity, no natural immunity and no vaccinated immunity. And for those people, I am worried about them. And this is the time to get vaccinated. So people who have not had it and people who have not had the vaccine. Right. And if you look at the, say, 600 Americans who died yesterday, they're all in that group. They are adults who have no natural immunity and no vaccinated immunity. Okay. Um, Talk to me a little bit about uh, the we're going back into mask mandates. Well, uh, well, wait, before I get to that, let me just ask you this. There are a lot of people, I think, that don't want the vaccine um, because of the way the government has presented this. They are so draconian that when somebody gets like this and starts to say, there's no discussion, you have to do it this way and we'll fire you if you don't do these things. You know, you're killing people if you don't do it. That pushes people off. If I weren't, um, if I didn't have natural immunity, I'm not sure I would get the vaccine just because of the way the government is so heavy handed on it. It makes me skeptical. Can you address that kind of feeling? Yeah, good point, Glenn. So the reason we're dealing with the death toll now of at least a couple hundred Americans dying every day. So, for example, in Texas, about 60 Texans are dying every day. And the reason we're dealing with this is because of those without natural immunity and no vaccinated immunity. It's in part from the sort of vaccine hesitancy in that group. And the biggest driver of vaccine hesitancy has been the United States federal government. It's the FDA not issuing a full approval because of their crazy bureaucracy, despite an impeccable safety profile, better than any other vaccine ever developed. And it's this ignoring of natural immunity. It's the lack of recognizing that the risk is not evenly distributed in the population. It's pretty much impossible for this virus to hurt a child who's extremely healthy. Um, Now, they can get a common cold or something like that, and maybe they got to be careful around kids who are at risk and have pre-existing conditions. But when you act as if we're not going to stop until every newborn is vaccinated, what we're missing out on is the fact that this data does not do not support the arguments and you lose credibility. You lose credibility when you push it the way they have been pushing it. The idea that um, we all have to have masks again, we all have to stay inside again. If this worked, why is California in so much trouble? And and do we have to max uh, mask our children? Yeah. So first on the on the issue, these issues of mandates, and they're very sensitive issues, right? Because we were told everything was going to be temporary last year, and then you know here we are a year and a half later. Um, And by the way, these people pushing uh, vaccine requirements that don't count natural immunity are talking about the insanity of immunizing those already immune. That's exactly 
what's happening. And all these people pushing vaccine mandates for children, guarantee you none of those people have ever immunized their children for flu, even though the flu shot has been around for kids for decades. Guarantee you this is becoming a highly stigmatized virus with its own unique set of you know, fears. And I'm also concerned about coronavirus, but in the group where, where it hurts people, adults yeah. with pre-existing conditions, the masks probably do reduce transmission a little bit, even in kids. Cloth masks are the least effective. But here's the problem with saying every child in America has to wear a mask. It ignores that some parts of the country, a lot of it actually has have very low levels of the infection right now. And we've assumed there's no harm to the masks. That's not true. I don't think the right argument medically is masks don't work. I think the honest argument is there's zero evidence to show they do. And I, and I do mean zero. We've spent more money as an NIH on the Wuhan Virology Institute than we have studying masks in children. And so we don't have data. Let's assume they reduce risk a little bit. That's extrapolating from adult data. That's what I believe. But we've been acting as if there's no harm. And the reality is some kids do well with masks, but other kids struggle severely, severely. Tell me about the Delta variant. Um, what, 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 how bad is it? And, uh, and are we headed for more variants that are worse than this? I don't think so. If you look at this website that we use to track variants in the scientific community, which is nextstrain.org. You can actually go there if somebody's interested in this kind of wonky stuff and geek out a little bit with us on it. Stu's already Next there. Strain. <laughs> so um, nextstrain.org tracks the variants. By the way, there's been 19 major variants so far, and each variant has about 10 to 12 um, to, to about 120 sub-variants. So we've got almost 2,000 variants to date of COVID. None of them. None of these 2,000 variants have evaded the life-protecting effect of human immunity of any kind, vaccinated or natural. So the idea that somehow right around the corner, as Dr. Fauci suggested recently, we're going to get the variant from hell that's going to wipe us all out and reset the board, statistically, it doesn't. the, the past does not support that. It, the variants can be more contagious, and that's where we got blindsided this summer, we always knew the remaining 10 to 20% of non-immune adults in America were eventually going to get the virus. We thought it was going to be seasonal over the next couple flu seasons. But Delta accelerated that, and they got hit quickly. Now, Delta is going to be mostly behind us in a few weeks. If you look at the, the state that got hit hardest with Delta first, Missouri, they're showing numbers this morning that suggest they've peaked. And I think we're going to see this peak quickly because of the experience of the Netherlands and the UK and even India. By the way, India did not get over their hump because they immunized everybody. They got over it because of natural immunity, which had mm. a heavy death toll. Yeah, it does show they're they're beyond it. Um, can you talk to me about? I've heard talk. I haven't heard talk from anybody that I I would lay money down on the table about what they're saying is a leaky vaccine. Uh, if you're talking about breakthrough infections from a bad batch of vaccines, if that's what you're referring to, 
Look, the cold chain is hard. You know, it's not perfect. And so when you, in the supply chain, have a box of vaccine that may be sitting out a little longer than it should, there are these rare um, thoughts where there are these bad batches, and maybe that's where the people are getting into okay. trouble. Okay, so the, the idea that this vaccine is letting some things leak through and that makes it worse. Yeah, oh, is, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think so. I think there's thoughts that it, it promotes resistance and worse strains. That's really from the bacteria model where we get superbugs. And I really don't think it applies that much to 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 the vaccines for viruses. Um, last question on the, the vaccine. The, the, uh, I have a natural immunity. How long does that last? When should I get vaccinated? When should I get vaccinated? Or am I just good? You know, we're 16 months into watching coronavirus in people who recovered. And for those 16 months, it appears to be solid. So we've got that much data so far. Now, if we extrapolate from the other coronaviruses that we call the hot ones, the ones that cause serious illness, SARS and MERS, that immunity appears to be solid at 17 years and going Holy strong. cow. <laughs> so I think it's lifelong. And, you know, they rounded up. I don't know if people know this. They rounded up the survivors of the 1918 Spanish flu about 15 years ago, and they tested them, and they still had activated immune cells, B cells and T cells, nine decades later. Holy so I think their immunity is lifelong. Uh, that's, that's hopeful. Uh, one other question for you, doctor. So both Glenn and I had COVID. Glenn had a really aggressive case and was wiped out for a couple of weeks, right? Oh, yeah, it, it took rough. me eight weeks to get really get fully back. Yeah, and longer term, yeah, long term yeah. symptoms. I had an asymptomatic case, didn't even know I had it other than a test because I was around someone else who had it with symptoms. Uh, is there a difference between our immunity in those situations? Am I better than he is? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yes, in, in your professions, I can't say you're better, Glenn, but in terms of immunity. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you're talking to a Hall of Fame recipient and some crumb bum that just I've been dragging along. Well, it may be true. It may be true. I just I don't have enough data points. But um, in terms of immunity, you are better, Glenn, because the degree of immune protection is proportional to how severe your illness was. Mm. So the one group who has natural immunity where I say, you know, I'd get at least one dose of the vaccine are those who had an asymptomatic uh, COVID infection. Okay. Doctor, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know you are taking such a hit for this. Uh, and people are taking the things that you say out of context and making you sound like an anti-vaxxer and you clearly are not anti-vaccine. And uh, I just appreciate your willingness to stand up um, against the, the, the mobs on all sides. Thank you. Well, thanks for saying that. Appreciate it. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, good to be with you. The name of his book is The Price We Pay. Um, and you can find it. His name is uh, Marty McCary, Dr. McCary. He's a professor at Johns Hopkins School of Medicine. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So, Stu, let's play a little inflation game. <laughs> Yay! All <laughs> yeah, right. The inflation game. 
Let's see if the number is higher or lower. And can you guess the inflation number without going over or under? <laughs> so I have to guess it exactly as the game? <laughs> well, I try to make it a little harder. Uh, all right. Uh, all items. Uh, 12 months. For, so year to year. All items are up how much? Well, I've been looking closely at the government reporting, so I'll say 0.1%. 0.1%. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry. Uh, 5.4%. Wow. Now, what's the Fed target? Two. 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 two mm-hmm. and a, I think they may have raised it to two and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe two and a half. That's their job, okay? That's what they were, that's what they were built for. To make sure that we can get inflation under control so we don't have banking collapses, which don't think too hard or remember <laughs> anything that's happened in your lifetime. It's going to stop all banking collapses right. and uh, we're going to keep inflation under control. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, we're printing more money than God has even the ability to count, uh, but it's transitory inflation. Transitory. 5.4. Now. How much has food gone up now? Overall food gone up 3.4 food at home. How much is your how much more are your groceries costing you this year? I have no idea, Glenn. <laughs> All right. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> All I know is stuff keeps showing up on the front porch every single day in giant piles. And all of our money's gone. That's all I know. <laughs> and Jeff Bezos just was shot into space. 2.6. It's gone up. Food outside the home gone up 4.6. Now I'm going to give you a couple. I'm going to skip one sector here and uh, let's go to uh, commodities, less food and energy. So these are all other commodities mm-hmm. uh, except for food and uh, transportation or energy. Sorry, food and, and uh, transportation gone up 8.5 percent. Wow. New vehicles gone up 6.4 percent. Used cars and trucks, and I would love someone to explain this to me. Used cars and trucks up 41.7%. Now, the only thing that I have heard as an explanation, and we've talked about this a little bit, is the shortage of these components for new cars so that people can't get the new cars. That does not sound like an American philosophy. That does oh, not no, sound I, like the average person out there going, you know what? I hear these chips, and so what I'm going to do is buy... That does no, not sound... No, I mean, like sound... so the new cars aren't as available, so people are having oh, okay. to go to the used car market okay. more All often. Right. Okay. That's what I mean. A okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. 41 point That's incredible, seven. though. I sold my truck. I had to get a dually, because I got a trailer on it, I got to mm-hmm. haul stuff around. Uh, so I got a dually... I sold uh, my truck that was, what, three years old for the price I paid for it. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. That's never occurred. That's never, never occurred. <laughs> occurred in uh, human history. Craig, who had, he just sold his truck uh, you know, a few months ago, he actually got more than what he paid for it. Yeah, you don't normally profit on <laughs> used car sales. <laughs> used car sales. No. no uh-uh. Uh, clothing and apparel has gone up 4.2. Medical care down 2.1. Oh, that's great. Mm. Uh, shelter up 2.8. Uh, depends on where you are. Depends on where you are. Uh, if you're living in Texas right now, oh my gosh, as long as you don't want to live in Texas, 
you could you could rake in the money on selling your home right now. Yeah, the, the housing market's been going crazy. When they say shelter, that I would assume also includes rent yeah, built yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. But so, rent is way up. Rent I, is I know up. somebody who has been trying to buy a house. The banks are requiring 50% down now. 50%. I, I was looking at some data from New York uh, City, because mm-hmm. obviously it's been a big cop- topic because of COVID. Yeah. And they're... Purchase real estate hasn't really seen, uh, maybe at the very high end, kind of came down a little bit, but generally speaking, even bit. Th- through COVID, didn't, it wasn't, the purchase real estate wasn't all that affected. Mm-hmm. What was really affected were rents. Rent. So people could say, you know, for that 18 square foot apartment you were renting for $9,000 a month, you could get that for like seven grand. Now it's starting to raise back up again, but it was, it did have a, uh, there was a period there, particularly in New York and, and maybe hard hit cities around the country. But I, as far as the country goes overall, rents have been holding, holding up pretty well. Uh, yeah. Rents here in Texas are through the roof. Trying to rent someplace is, is crazy. Well, I mean, Sarah, you probably, oh, you're still living in the hotel, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Sarah That's has uh, permanently moved into a hotel yeah. she's now decided she's just a hotel girl she's gonna be it's gonna live the hotel are they life. working on your house yet because mine's gonna be done in two weeks you know oh my gosh really yeah congratulations yeah. Just two heard. weeks two weeks That's it's great. gonna be done yesterday i just posted this video on my uh on my uh, instagram i was going to bed last night and um uh, i walk into my bedroom which has my parts of my living room family room mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of my office, sure, uh, and all and, and it's all in my master bedroom, and so I took a, a Instagram uh, video of it, and uh, that's when I, that's when I discovered because they told me it'll be two, you know, it's gonna be two weeks, two weeks, you're all sure, done, couple yeah. weeks, mm-hmm. couple weeks, it's all gonna be done, and uh, so I was just kind of scanning the room until I got right next to my nightstand where the the faceplate for the dishwasher was living and i'm like i think it's gonna be longer than two weeks i I just (laughs) think think it's going to be a little longer than two weeks but maybe that's just me anyway um so shelter is up 2.8 transportation services are up 6.4 now let me get to this one okay because they're blaming this all on covid Mm -hmm. that's all covid it's all covid you know covid 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 that's why it's going to be transitory transitory yeah no it's not all covid because where is where are we really getting hit listen to these numbers energy overall is up 23 percent so you're paying 23 percent more for the energy sector yeah, and just to add on to that, Glenn, the, all the spending obviously is a huge part of this too. Multiple, we spent five trillion dollars on COVID. Have another five trillion around the corner mm-hmm. on infrastructure and mm-hmm. basically Green New Deal with mm-hmm. a different name. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the Green New Deal part of this multiple trillions of dollars that are around the corner yeah. is going to make that number much much worse. Not just because of the spending, but because what we're going to do is take away cheap energy and implement expensive energy. No. So it's that no. number is going to get much no, much worse. No, we're relying on OPEC now because oh. our for, our, for our solar panels we're relying yeah, on OPEC. Yeah. Oh sure. Okay. Our our gasoline is up forty one percent for year over year forty one percent. Hang on, just a second. I can hear the cries for Trump. 
listen, <laughs> up 41% <laughs> fuel oil in the summer. Fuel oil is up 39%. Electricity is up 4%. Now, as Stu said, this is before the other $5 trillion of spending is flooded into the market. And if you want to buy a house, well, good luck getting cement for the, for the foundation because the government is going to be using all this money to buy cement. They are competing with you. And they've got $5 trillion. Who do you think is going to get it? And then when they start to mandate things, which they are, what do you think that's going to do? To drive up prices or do you think it'll make it cheaper? Let me give you this. I was telling you last hour, um, the car companies are now saying 2030 is about the last combustion engine. Okay? 2030. Uh, for some companies. Most companies are right around there. Well, I mean, I'm hoping some magic happens, you know, in the next eight years. Because what that'll mean is we all have to get uh, electricity for our cars because you won't have a gasoline engine. If you're going to buy a new car, you'll have to have electricity. Let me ask you, California, when it gets hot there, why do you have rolling blackouts or brownouts? What do they tell you to do? Turn down the air conditioning because everybody using air conditioning, it's too much of a load on the power grid. What happens when we all plug cars into the power grid and are sucking juice in a cold or hot time? What happens when we even we live in San Diego? Let's say it's perfect weather all the time. Where do we get all that extra juice to plug our cars in? Well, the, you're leaving out the fact that this is why environmentalists are so passionate about nuclear energy. They're constantly promoting it, trying to jam it down our throats. Yeah. as this unending uh, yeah. amount of clean yeah. energy that we already have a good handle on yeah. scientifically. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, we do. They're not for it. No, they're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. The solar panels. You know who is a gift? This is a gift to China. China has all of the rare earth minerals. They have everything to make solar panels. They have everything to make batteries. We don't. We don't. We won't explore. We won't exploit. We won't dig. We won't look. We won't use. So we're giving this giant gift to China. We'll be reliant on China for all of these things. Oh, and by the way, solar panels, as someone who has a 100% off the grid, 100% green energy uh, home, it sucks beyond belief, and it's wildly expensive. So, I mean, if you're Nancy Pelosi and you have refrigerators and freezers, uh, uh, Sub-Zero's full of exotic ice creams that you have. Uh, 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 Jenny's Splendid? Yeah, Jenny's mm. Splendid. And, mm. and, and, uh, and Rosarita comes and, and she, uh, <laughs> she puts it in there. I don't even know how it appears there in my uh, freezer. You can afford it. But the average person is not going to be able to afford these things. But the government will subsidize. Stu, hold on. Now, you said a minute ago that it's not about whether or not this is better 
or more effective or cheaper. It's about locking us into what? An infrastructure. It's about like the package, mm-hmm. like an infrastructure package. Kind of. Yeah. Huh, I wonder if those two are related it's at all. It's weird. No, because we're as conservatives, we're supposed to say this is an infrastructure. What are you talking about? They're, they're trying to say that this stuff is infrastructure. Ha 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 ha. It is infrastructure. Yeah, as you a, pointed it, out, they're building something. Yeah. And it, you're not going <laughs> to like what they're building. <laughs> Bring out the monster. Ah, it's coming. <laughs> it's true. It's not roads and bridges, but it's other <laughs> things. So uh, if you think about the way this stuff works it's about locking you into infrastructure there are there are countries that use coal to oil technology right that they use they had to develop an industry around this at the time Mm -hmm. and they continue to use it because it's already built france woke france france that's on the page with every environmentalist in the world for some reason has 70 percent of its uh, electricity generated by nuclear power no that's not true don't tell me that now france this has resulted in them having the lowest energy prices in europe basically but well that's that's now bad so they're on the path to reverse this process and they are building giant windmills that don't provide energy right now they want to produce this to 50 percent over the next you know decade or two why why but like look at how difficult this is for a country that doesn't want nuclear energy they're locked into it because at the time they correctly selected nuclear but now it's become unfashionable the same thing has happened in germany germany when it was fashionable. hang on just a second i would just like to point out energy shouldn't be dictated by fashion <laughs> thank you okay it's yeah. not like a pair of bell-bottom jeans <laughs> right. you know you can just go i never wore those things mm-hmm. this works yeah you shouldn't care about fashion Germany was proposed uh, with it a big issue of building tons and tons and tons of solar panels, ch- converting lots of their energy to solar energy. And you think Germany, you think beautiful sunshine. Oh, so, I do. <laughs> so there was a fight about this at the time. And the fight was, these aren't efficient enough. They don't work. It's going to cost us a fortune, blah, 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 blah. All the arguments that are correct that we would bring up. Mm-hmm. But the point of this was not that these panels worked well. They were crappy early technology, and they don't work nearly as well as the stuff that's out there today. As I know, because I just had to replace my panels and the batteries and everything else right. and my solar panels, which cost me a fortune <laughs> because they're not as efficient. And we can actually we can actually provide power for your house now. Right. The oh. environmentalist, uh, the brilliance of the environmentalist plan here was not to get reliable, cheap energy to people in Germany. It was to change their system to be a much more solar intensive system. So then when the crappy panels ran out, what are they going to do? They're a solar system. They replace it with new solar panels. They locked it in early when it didn't work. And once you build that infrastructure, no matter what your decision making is, it's almost impossible to change, which is what this $3.5 trillion that's right around the corner is attempting to do all over our economy lock in things that whether they work or not it doesn't matter the point is they're there and they're impossible to reverse like any big government my gosh the best of the glenn beck program this is the glenn beck program we're glad you're with us so, 
here we find ourselves in a situation uh, that. What are you reading that you're you've got a nasty face? Is there some breaking news that is worse than everything we're talking about? Just looking at your Instagram. <laughs> your what? Your Instagram, man. Just some photos of you and found them disturbing. So, um, <laughs> no. Uh, so you said something disturbing before the break, which I'm trying to process exactly what what the answer to it is. You said, look at all the things that are happening. They're acting against the Constitution. They're doing all these things that are pushing us into this little box. I feel like they've crossed the line. What do we do now? To summarize. Yeah, I asked you. You asked me. And I yeah. said, I well, I you're it seemed like a question that that deserved more than the eight seconds before sure. the commercial break sure. uh, that we had. So to I answer. usually don't ask questions of you uh, unless I know an answer, because I know you're going to turn it around and say you're either going to give me an answer, mm -hmm. which I have to best you. Uh, on. <laughs> oh, is that, uh, is that yeah, how the way it works? Mm -hmm. Or uh, you know, uh, I just have to ridicule you. Uh, those with, are the only two. Those options? Are the only two options. Wow. Yeah. You think so, as a Hall of Fame uh, nope. radio broadcaster, and that's why I'm in the Hall of Fame, and you're not. You don't point. know the rules. <laughs> that's uh, a good point. And you've bested me once again. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, what are, what is your solution? Do you do you know? Do you are have they crossed the lines, or are they close to? A red line where you're like, okay, this is not, this this is not uh, my country as I understand it, and so I can't participate in some things. I I I'm going to stand up against it. I'm still going to vote because that's the best way to protest at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, you know, right? I mean, you you seem to be alluding to something outside of the norm, not voting. Right. You didn't seem like you were like, well, you know, well, I want to make sure people get to the polls in 18 months. That <laughs> well, I do like want to make sure. Yes. Yeah, so that that will like be what, a big deal. That didn't seem like what you were pitching, which is why I, I was my, my brow. No, I was asking you. I was asking you. Yeah. I, I mean, my I think my initial impression. Right. Just quick reaction is I'm typically more optimistic in these situations than you are. And, you know, have more hope that we will find a way out. It doesn't necessarily mean that. I don't think our entire country has failed. And I think the things that we I don't think do it's failed is just being taken over. Yeah. And, and uh, completely redesigned. And we have to push back against those things. The yes. question, your question is, how do we do that? Yeah. What do you do from here? If you feel like, okay, uh, it, I, I can't live in the America that they are suggesting um, and do nothing because it's my responsibility to keep freedom alive for my children. Uh, and I don't think that we define freedom the same way anymore. Um, and when you have, when you're, when you're violating all 10 of the bill of rights, what, what do you have? I mean, that's what we used to agree on. We used to agree on just the bill of rights, the basics, the basics. Uh, so we don't, so now you're you're sitting here in a place to where you just go numb and you just accept it, which I think most people are going to do. Uh, or you are really foolish and dangerous and you give them everything they want and you become violent. That is only going to make things worse. We've seen how that worked out with a few hundred people on January 6th. Correct. Right? It only will destroy everything. 
So then what's left? Well, we have to continue to go to our local, 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 local school boards, city councils, um, you know, all of the things that are happening in our own town and make sure we shore those up. And all of those things like the local Coca-Cola bottling company. I'd love to hear from somebody if they're taking me up on any of this stuff. Going and going to Subway and saying to the local franchise, look, I I can't eat here anymore. I can't eat here anymore. Your company is holding up anti-American values as your spokespeople. Now, that's the least of our problems. Right. But but it's it's an easy example to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Megan Rapino, whatever stupid name is. So you locally go and you hit franchisee owners and you hit them with love because most of them are like you. They live in the same community. And so they may agree with you, but they're stuck because that's what the that, that's what the corporate, you know, uh, brand is doing. And I don't have anything to do with it. Well, yeah, you do. You can raise your voice and the franchisees will make an impact. But we have to motivate them to make an impact. The most important thing that you can do, and I have to tell you, I took so much heat for this for so long, and people thought I was nuts. Maybe today, as I read these words, maybe today they will connect with you. Because I think it takes a desperate people or in our case, and many of the people in our audience, people that can see what's coming and prepare for it. But you need to print this out now and give it to everyone you know, and you need to know it and live it. I hereby pledge myself, my person and my body, to the nonviolent movement Therefore, I will keep the following Ten Commandments. This is Martin Luther King. Meditate daily on the teachings and life of Jesus. Now, if you can find somebody and you're not religious, find somebody that is Gandhi. Gandhi, he didn't accept Jesus, but he lived the life of Jesus in many ways. Peaceful, kind, Forgiving, taking the punches and not punching back. Remember to remember always that the nonviolent movement seeks justice and reconciliation, not victory. I'll tell you, when you ponder on that one for a while, you're going to figure out how hard that is because we all want to win. We all want to win. We want those neighbors and people that we work with and our friends to be wrong. And we want to be right. And we want to say, I told you so. But just like you feel now, if you go for a win, you will make things worse. We need reconciliation. And that means reconcile with the truth. We may have been wrong on some things. I know the Republican Party has been wrong on things. I've learned an awful lot. But I also 
know what the truth is. And the truth is all men are created equal and endowed by a creator. And they have certain rights. And no one can take those rights away. And I believe in the First Amendment as written. Reconcile with those truths, not politics, not I like Trump. Trump was great. Trump was awful. None of that stuff. We are not looking for victory because victory, a win, means there's a loser. And for us to really come together, we cannot have losers. What three walk and talk in the manner of love for God is love. Pray daily to be used by God in order that all men and women and children and everybody else might be free. Sacrifice personal wishes in order that all men might be free. They are hard. Observe with both friend and foe the ordinary rules of courtesy. How hard is that one getting? Seek to perform regular service for others. Refrain from violence of fist, tongue, or heart. Strive to be in good spiritual and bodily health. And follow the directions of the movement and the captain on a demonstration, which meant you are not to strike back. You are not to break ranks. You must stay together. Please look the Ten Commandments of Nonviolent Civil Civil Disobedience up from Martin Luther King and print it out and know them because that is our next step. But there cannot be any demonstration until we are disciplined to not do any harm. Na, 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 na.